Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We're your hosts, Steven. And Kyle. And we are going in for what would be Holophone 6. 5.2, but it's now Holophone 6 because yeah. that thing has been blowing up. Yeah, it's awesome. Like We have way more on there than we ever have and it is fucking sweet you all are you all are doing some work just killing all the work i love it send us the weird shit that's what we're all about hopefully in the future we can set up uh some youtube lives where you can call in and we can run it like a radio show some nights and you, i'm we can so looking forward to that have some fucking weird conversation Gonna do a little housekeeping first. Check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast. Come and hang out with us. Be part of the community. Join our Discord. All that good stuff. Come and just be weird. Be your weird self. Um, If you have a paranormal experience you'd like to share with us, Kyle's going to tell you how to do it. You can call the Holophone, which is going to be 1618-556-0837. It's also going to be in the show notes in case you forget. Uh, you can write your story out, you can record yourself like on your voice memo app and then mail that over to the email, which is going to be holoskypodcast at gmail.com. You can get a hold of us on socials. You can text the holophone, uh, just about any way possible, you know, any way possible. Yeah, just do some phone stuff. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. It's on you. Just give us some dope stories. 100%. And blow our minds. We're ready. We're ready. If you'd like to support the show, tons of ways to do it. We got a Patreon. You can check out, check out the tiers there. See if that's something you're interested in. Sign up. Come and hang out. Get some extra content. All sorts of good stuff. Uh, we got a Venmo. You can pop some pocket change in there for us to grab some monsters. We. What else we got? All sorts of stuff. Uh, the best way, the best thing you can do, the best thing you can do, is share our show. Share it on social media. 100%. Share it to all your friends. Just put our name out there. Get the more weirdness we can bring, the more weirdness comes to us, and that's what we need to do. Um, also, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can leave us a rating and review, and if I see it, I will gladly shout you out. I'm currently on the Podchaser app. I found that there are ratings and reviews on there. So we're going through that. Today's rating and review is brought to us by Nightwalk007, five stars. I stumbled on y'all and I'm in love. Keep up the good work. Well, Nightwalk, you can call me Dragon. Anybody get that reference? Ah, that brothers. Hell yeah. But thank you so much for sharing, taking the time to leave us some kind words. It's wonderful. We love it. Absolutely. We love all of you. The best listeners in the world. Couldn't agree more. The hollow skites. Our hollow fam. The hollow fam. I like it. The hollow crew. We're going to have to think of some cool name. The dope boys. The, the, the weirdo dope crew. <laughs> WDK. Let's get it. The W dick. Wait. Never mind. Like. Ah. So, from that, we are going back into some holophone action. Off the cuff, we are ready to roll the last one. Man, that whole whole thing was wild. Yeah. From the voices from the closet to the, the Enel entity. I'm curious to see where that goes. So, For sure. Stoked. stoked. Well, let's kick it off. This one comes from let's Florida. Kick it. Kick it. Okay. Did we did we do that one last time? Yeah, we had one just like it last time. It must have called back. Or it was he said exactly the same thing. I wonder if it's some sort of telemarketer dumb shit. I think somebody got a hold of us and said they got the same message too on yeah. on I'm actually informing them now. Well, you didn't inform us of anything. Yeah. Stop calling the phone. Telemarketer. Or inform us of something real. Yeah, like a like whistleblow something. Fuck's sake. <laughs> so on to the next one. Hey, what's up, guys? This is John. Um, wanted to give a shout out to you guys. Holocaust, 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 Holocaust podcast. Wow. Uh, anyway, you guys are awesome. Keep it up. Uh, I just want to share 
an experience that I have when I was a kid. I have got like a few experiences, but I just want to share this one. Maybe I'll call back and share the other one. Uh, anyway, never done this before, but I just wanted to share this because, you know, I didn't think of it like it was anything when I was a kid, but after listening to several podcasts, several stories, experiences that people have had, you know, I felt like this was something that I could share because it was an experience that I had. So I was probably like, I don't know, eight, nine years old at the time. Uh, I was at night. I went to bed sleeping. I was on the top bunk. And I remember waking up. I don't know what time it was, but I know it was dark. So I'm assuming sometime in the middle of the night I woke up. And I remember opening my eyes. I was laying on my back. I had all the covers off me. I had no idea where they were. But I woke up and I couldn't move my body. Um, but I was, it wasn't quite sleep paralysis because I was fully awake for this and I could see what's going on. Because I remember when I opened my eyes, I saw probably, I don't know, eight or nine small, dark, fuzzy beings that were surrounding my my body um and they were tiny they were probably two feet tall of the mat of the most and i was you know terrified i was in fear i couldn't move i just all i could do was look up and down at my feet and to my side and i saw i was just surrounded by these tiny little beings with red or yellow glowing eyes they didn't speak to me they just looked at me when i woke up and i tried to scream or move or do anything i felt like they were grabbing onto my arms or my body or my legs and with these tiny little claw-like fingers that they had and if i tried to move or scream they would prick me with them and it hurt and as soon as I did that, like, it shut me right up. I couldn't, I was too scared to even yell or scream. And I, all I remember, I was just like, you know, breathing, panting. And I was like, what is going on here? And it only took maybe like 30 seconds. And then I fell back to sleep. I wake up in the next morning and, you know, like nothing ever happened. I had my blanket on me, but I woke up and I was in complete shock. And I was like, like what's going on? Uh, I wake up, but I had this toe, my this pain in my toe, on my right side, my big toe. So I, you know, throw the covers off. I look at my toe, and there's this tiny hole at the tip of my big toe on my right foot that wasn't there the night before. And it was a circle, and it was probably about a millimeter wide in circumference and probably a millimeter deep. No idea how it got there. There was no blood anywhere to be found on the bed or anything of signs of like something chewing my toe or whatever. Nothing. Just this hole in my... Hey, ran out of time on the first one, so I'm going to continue going on. This is John. So I wake up, I look at this circle, and again, there's nothing going on. There's no signs of, you know, blood or anything, but I just, I can't explain that. I don't know what to think of it. I go tell my mom, I show her like, look, I have this, you know, this hole in my foot. She looks at it and goes, well, be careful where you're walking, you know, and put a bandage on it. And that was it. She didn't think of anything more of it. I remember, you know, picking at it poking at her like what is going on and you know it hurt but like a little kid you know i don't know what to think of it but um a few weeks go by it heals up it's all you know regrowth it happened again um i don't know the time frame on it because i couldn't really tell the difference in time frame when i was younger but i remember that it happened to me twice that i woke up beings were surrounding me uh and then i wake up the next morning with a hole in my foot in my toe, in the exact same toe, exact same measurement, 
in depth. No, I can't explain that, guys. Uh, it's just the weirdest thing. I guess that's my experience of an alien abduction, I guess. But it was in my room on my bunk bed, on the top bunk, with these tiny little beings surrounding me with these little eyes that either glowed red or, or yellow or orange or whatever color I could remember. But I was in complete shock and fear. Couldn't move. So they're holding me down with these prickly little fingers that, you know, hurt. So that's my quick little story. Um, yeah, I don't know what you guys can come up with that or think about it, but I'm, like, I'm grateful I can share that with you. And uh, keep it up. You guys are doing awesome. Love your, your podcast. All right, bye. Man, that, uh, wow. That whole encounter, just listening to it, again, it gave me goosebumps. I look at Kyle whenever whenever something hits and I'm like, fuck that. I'll just hold my forearm up and show Kyle like my hair standing up on end. Yep. That account is so terrifying with all the beings being around you. And um, I just, I don't know. It almost makes, makes me want to suggest you going and getting uh, x-ray on your foot to see if maybe there's still something in there from when you were a child. That would be crazy. And if there is, I'm also curious if anything else has continued to happen to you throughout your life, because a lot of times you hear when things like that happen, it's almost like a marker for people that they, that they are pretty much marked that they will have to deal with this stuff for the rest of their lives. Um, I know that I had heard of these beings before in different alien species forms. So I looked up one as we were listening to your account and I'm going to read it. It's from, uh, aliens fandom.com and they're talking about um actual bipedal alien species that people have encountered and there's one for lack of a better term it's they're called the hairy dwarves hairy dwarves are a species of short humanoid mammalian cryptids reported to be of extraterrestrial origins nowadays they're regarded as a very rare ufo case category that has been largely dismissed with the arrival of the more familiar gray aliens Cases like these actually follow a trend of older UFO encounters taking fanciful takes on alien life, with the hairy dwarves being an example of the more wild designs people have envisioned alien visitors as having, their biology. According to witnesses, the hairy dwarves are humanoid species, bipedal, and as implied hairy. They're reported to be extremely strong and resilient, and also frenzy if provoked to the point of violence. One of the most famous encounters with these creatures happened in Venezuela, on a road the morning of November 28, 1954, truck drivers Gustavo Gonzalez and Jose Ponce saw a glowing spherical spaceship land on the road ahead and relayed, and related the encounter they had with the aliens, which were described as being approximately a meter in height with stiff hair and claws. Despite being light enough to be easily lifted, the men found that the dwarves were also phenomenally strong for their size, able to toss them aside with ease and scratch at them viciously. They also claimed that the alien skin was impervious to blades, preventing them from defending themselves with their knives. So, albeit rare, there are other accounts of these small, hairy beings. Described the same thing, too, with claws. Yeah, and the claws. Like, they were poked... Like, when you said that they were, like, scratching at you and shit, like, that is terrifying. Yeah, because my initial thought is, I'm gonna beat this little thing's ass. I can't even stab it. I wonder if that means, like... No samurai swords. Samurai swords. But, take another page out of his book and grab the old AK and start throwing shit. Just fucking send it. Do work, Just boy. send it. Man, I would, I would shit myself wake up with, like, ten of these little assholes is, around me. That is terrifying. Yeah, a little two feet tall with them glowing eyes and them claws. And if you go to move, they poke you. I don't even... I, I hate it. I do, I too. It. Like, I love it. I love the story, and I love the fact that what you just said completely runs in line with what you just pulled up. Like, it... it yeah, it was almost happened. like... Almost, almost like... Ex- exactly on the same page. It's I did, happened. I... Dude, I, I would I'd almost rather deal with the gray. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, grays tend, tend to make you forget. These little things, I, they don't. They're claws. Yeah. 
they're it's it's like do something and I'm gonna poke you. Like, come on, go ahead. Yeah. There you. I want to poke you. If nothing else, it's just annoying as fuck. Yeah. Dude, that's weird though. And I, I am curious if you've had any other encounters like, like, cause that, that sounds like a, like a typical implant, an implant, uh, occurrence. So I am definitely, you didn't pull it out, find it like a metal ball, pull it out and throw it down the drain or something. Right. Yeah. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to be implanted by no little hairy fur balls, little Ewok fucks. Uh, yeah. Little mogwais. But yeah, um, hit us back if you've had more of these weird encounters. They don't have to be necessarily with the the hairy dudes, but like any kind of other alien type encounters. I'm curious to see how that played out now that you're older. But thank you so much for taking the time to call us in. That was <laughs> every every one of these just they just keep getting weirder. Oh, I know it's awesome. It's exactly what we wanted. I love it. All right, so you had to go through it, but that you shared it with. Yeah. Me. On to the next one. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Uh, I'm a background reporter. Uh, my name is Dave. I'm calling from Macomb, Illinois. So I'm not terribly far from you guys. Uh, I live in Western Illinois University. Uh, I've been following you since I heard you on the confessionals a while back. And just been a supporter since. And it's awesome. You know, you guys get together and do this. Hiring me to... I uh, want to have a podcast someday when I get done coaching. I'm a high school specialized teacher in middle school softball, or sorry, middle school health, and I, I do coach in middle school softball, and I'm the head varsity coach for our team So, uh, point of reason I'm calling is because I heard you guys talking the other day about the shadow figures, and that scared the fuck out of me because it reminds me of the time. Uh, it's been a while now. It's been like in 2004. Uh, I was in college for a really long time. That's a whole different story. But, uh, and, you know, being in college for a long time, I tried to feel like I needed to make up for uh, things I didn't do in high school. So I was kind of, I was that kid and didn't get invited to parties and stuff. So I got to college and made some better friends. And, you know, so I wanted to do those types of things. And for a long time, you know, I used to go out parties several nights a week and it got to the point where I was really tired of doing it. And in the parents meeting, I met a pastor at the church, uh, Pastor Randy, and I love that guy. He helped you know, really change my life. And I, um, I just owe him to get a gratitude for his me and helping me kind of figure myself out. Um, so anyway, the point is, is what I want to tell you about the story. Um, so before I got baptized in 2005, uh, I, I don't know, sleep paralysis, or these weird-ass dreams, experiences. I lived in this apartment by myself. Everybody called it the dungeon because it was, it was dark, and it was kind of a crappy place. But, you know, we were college broke, for a whole lot. Anyway, probably five or six different times, um, I remember experiencing this thing coming into my room and I'd be dead asleep. Um, it was that fear of dread or evil or, or something where the hair on arm ends up. I'm dead asleep. And, you know, I, I for sure can remember a time seeing things almost shapeless, but like you see it was there. And it came around the corner in my bedroom and he, I get I get chills thinking about it um, it's scary shit I couldn't see an actual face or anything float over to my bed in the uh, it would get high enough to where I don't know if it would stop or if I woke up or I couldn't explain it exactly what happened several times uh, I know one time when it happened, I remember trying, I forced my hand up to my face because I wanted to, you know, my brain somewhere thinking like, you're asleep, this is a bad dream or whatever. Touch your eyes, your eyes are open, or if they're closed, you'll know either way. And I know one time, 100% for sure, eyes open, not talking shit, and it scared me. 
the way that it, I got it to go away uh, was I could muster the if I could say Jesus Christ to take care of it. Hey guys, this is Dave uh, calling from Macombigan. I'm sorry, I kind of rambled on. I didn't get my whole story in. I feel like Mikey from that movie Swingers. I don't want to call like 30 times, only <laughs> 30 messages. Uh, but yeah, I was just trying to, you know, kind of clean up my story. So, you know, I had seen this shadow figure several times, and um, and it was right before I got baptized. I got baptized in June of 2005, and I, I can't explain to you exactly all of it. I can definitely give you more details and stuff if I actually talk to somebody or I could email you or whatever. But um, uh, once I got baptized, I never, ever, I've never experienced that thing again. Um, and it, it, it was just, it was crazy. Um, and I got a couple other things I could talk about. You know, I had a couple of really weird dreams right before I got baptized too. And I, I don't want to get into that because I'll run out of time on it. But if you'd like to hear more, you know, like, or uh, want me to explain it a little better, uh, just let me know. You know, like I said, I'm on the Patreon team. My name's Dave Woodruff. Um, I'm on the Facebook group. I don't know if I talk a whole bunch on there. Um, but if you need, you can get a hold of me. Um, it'd be great. You know, if not, not a big deal, guys. I'll keep being a fan, and uh, I keep listening and keep doing great work. I appreciate it, man. It is awesome to hear, you know, like best friends, uh, you know, as we get older, it's hard to have that time with people that we love, but we don't see every day. And my best friend is hardly ever to see. It's just life. So, anyway, thanks again, guys. Keep up the great work. See ya. Dave, first off, thanks so much for taking the time to call us in. Uh, shout out to Pastor Randy, the real MVP, coming in hot and saving Hell the day. Hell yeah. But, dude, that's, that's, that's classic classic uh sleep paralysis shadow entity episode there outside of the fact that it lifted your bed up that is not cool no that is wild it's not wild. cool the f- yeah what i don't know man i don't know uh i i just cuz every everything is is 100% sleep paralysis from the dread to seeing it until, until it got physical with you. But some people do, some people do talk about like feeling these shadow entities sitting on their chest, like the old hag syndrome and stuff like that. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that, that they can interact with other, other objects in our realm. So to have one that lifted up the foot of your bed, that is fucking wild. Yeah. I just, Dude, I don't even know. I, I resonate. Terrifying. I resonate with this story two different angles. Like the one, it reminded me of when I was talking to you about having this dream experience. It felt real as hell, but it happened to me twice in the same night where I, the first, the first I envisioned yeah, like I said, it came across like a dream, but I envisioned a dark, small entity to the right of my bed, and I can remember trying to reach out to choke it, and then it was like I woke up and went back under, and then I envisioned, or it was like the the dark the dark entity was at the foot of the bed, and I remember in my head wanting to get up and crawl and lunge at it to attack it. But I also remember, and this definitely, if it was a dream, it translated to real life because I remember it. But I ended up getting, it felt like somebody was poking me in the bottom of the foot with something. And I moved my foot away from it. And for the next couple of days, it felt like there was something in the bottom of my foot when I stood in the shower, right? And then the other thing that's bizarre is that he says, after he got baptized, it, it washed this entity away. Well, what did I just tell you earlier? I just told him, Steve, earlier off air about how after that convention and after the realization that I am protected, et cetera, et cetera, a lot of things have, and I don't want to jinx myself, but like I, 
everybody remembers I talked about hearing a woman's voice in the in-between state, and she would always call my name. Or I'd hear the loud noises. Well, since the convention and, and all that, I haven't had any of those experiences at all. And for a while there, I was having a lot. Like it was every other night I was having the the knocking noise or the hearing the woman. And I remember that one time I even told you, like I woke up, like that woman's voice was so loud in my head. I woke up with my heart beating like crazy fast. Like I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, not, and it's not to say that it won't happen again. It just kind of, it's interesting to say the least that I haven't had. Oh, and actually it wasn't just the convention. It was when I first started talking to my son about yeah. the protection and, and using Jesus's name and, and just being in a little bit better of a mental state. And ever since that day, with the addition of the convention on top of it, I have not noticed anything of that nature. And I even I even made that comment to you that time after uh, talking to my son about it, I started to have this like emboldened feeling, like just being a little bit more empowered and just a little bit more in control of myself. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. Like it, I resonate with you on a couple levels there. It kind of uh, hits close to home. It is, it is creepy. And Dave, I'm telling you, if, if, if you want to chase the podcast dream, go for it, dog. Fuck yeah. You can, you can do this with, with minimal amounts of equipment to get your, to get what you want out there. You can do it on your phone. Yeah. Do it on your phone. There's free hosting, hosting sites to start out on. Just, just if you get the time and you still have the fire, get out there and do it. We'll, we'll help you with any information that we yeah. can. Also, I was going to throw out there that sounds like a pretty good candidate for a Patreon interview. Oh yeah, for sure. To come on for sure and go into detail. Hell yeah. With that. So you might be getting a text from Kyle to come on and uh, do a little Patreon interview because that I I would love to hear more about that story. Hell yeah. Especially, like especially in detail with it interacting with the the objects in your room. That is fucking wild. It's terrifying. Yeah. But um, do you think it was tied to? Couple questions. Do you think it was tied to the apartment you lived in? Do you think it had to do with like going out partying, experimenting with stuff? Like I said, once you kind of manipulate your consciousness a little bit, it kind of opens yourself up to these things. I that's that's just my two cents on it. That's my belief in it. But if that could have something to do with it, what what was your mental state at that time? Like you said, everybody called it the dungeon. Was it just like that dark and drab that it had you in a in a negative place in your life to where like it it just had you in a kind of like a vulnerable, de depressed state uh, because that kind of opened you up to these things as well. So a lot of questions. Uh, yeah. Hopefully Kyle get you on that Patreon and can, we can dive into it because that'd be sick for sure. But thank you a ton for calling in. Yeah. We appreciate it a lot. On to the next one. Steve and Kyle, uh, five star rating from Utah. One of the best podcasts I've been listening to. But I got three stories for you guys. So one's paranormal, one's more um, like call of the void, and the other one I really have no term for it. I don't know. It's kind of weird. So we'll start with the paranormal. So uh, when I was growing up, we lived in my grandparents' house after they passed away. My mom inherited it. And my mom, she went out of state to go visit her brother. And it was just me and my stepdad home. And we're upstairs. And we could hear, like, cupboards climbing downstairs. And my stepdad, he, like, looks down the stairs. He's like, shut up. She's gone. She'll be back in a week. And it just stopped. And I looked at him. Like, what was that? He's like, oh, it's your grandma and grandpa. They're pissed that I'm here in your house. and that was like kind of the end of it. Like anything would happen. We just like call them out and be like, grandpa, stop, grandma, stop. Like you'd be able to tell which one it was by what it was doing. And I thought that was like pretty funny growing up because it was, it was like a haunting, but it wasn't like a terrifying haunting. And then, so on my other story, the call of the void or your despair code, uh, the one, like if you're driving down the road, and you just, 
if I drive into Travis, what am I going to do? What's going to happen? So last summer, I was on my way to work, and I'm driving along, and about half a mile ahead of me, I look forward, and I see this white truck coming towards me, and I'm like, huh, I wonder what would happen if I got in the head on with that truck. And then about 100, maybe 50 feet, somewhere in there, all of a sudden, I lost control of the Jeep that I was driving. I was driving like a late 90s model Jeep Wrangler, lifted with off-road tires and everything. Had the death wobble. All of a sudden, like 50 feet from that white truck, I got death wobble and it shot me right into its lane. And I got in a wreck. Should have lost my life. Wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Bad deal. I ended up like going off on the passenger side of the road on my side and then just shot right up across the road towards oncoming traffic and got T-boned by that truck going the other direction. Hey, Hollow Colt. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I ended up rolling six times, got ejected out of the Jeep itself, rolled over on top of me. Um, I ended up breaking my sternum three ribs in my pinky toe and ended up having to get 18 stitches in my face. I don't know. I thought that was weird because literally moments before I wondered to myself, what would happen if I did that? And all of a sudden Jeep took control and actually did it. All right. And then the third one. So usually when something is like, going to happen like negatively in my life if I'm driving at night the street light will turn off. I will drive past the street light and it just shuts off and I've kind of learned uh, driving home from work and everything at night, working graveyards going through the canyons and everything in the mountains when I'm leaving like the last town or so I like watch street lights one will shut off and it's just kind of a warning if I have like two or three shut off that means, like, you better pay attention. And I was driving home one night, and... Call back. Damn it. The the, the voicemail cut off right at the good part. So... Call back. If you're listening... I want to hear it. Please call back. We'll even send you a text message to be like, bro, you're, you're, you're cut off right as the lights were going out, dog. <laughs> um, but your two stories that you got in, uh, got in before we got cut off. Um, I, I love the haunted house, the, the haunting one, because yeah. like it's an intelligent, intelligent haunting. You interact with it. You, they're already have accepted that it's probably your grandparents and they're just there to let you know that they're there and you can, you can tell them the Shut up. Chill out. Keep it down. Um, that call of the void is uh, 
wild. It just to think about it, and then it happened almost, almost as if it manifested itself through your thoughts. Which, if anybody doesn't know, what we're talking about. Go back and listen to uh, the Despair Code um, episode where it's it's I don't know it's weird. I'm gonna do a follow up episode, kind of not totally in the same vein, but not totally different about uh, mimetic viruses and such almost in the vein of the uh, gloomy Sunday where hearing that can almost put you in a state and change your, change your whole mental state to the point to where like you, your emotions and your thoughts degrade rapidly. I'm finding more and more instances of that. And I'm probably going to do another episode on it soon, but I, it is weird that like you think about it and then it manifested itself. That is crazy. And I'm stoked that you're still alive. Yeah, for sure. You're around to hang out with us because that that sounds terrible. That sounded that was a terrible accident. So Yeah, I couldn't imagine being in those shoes like you're right. Like it, the way it sounds is you probably shouldn't have walked away from that one. Yeah, to roll be ejected, rolled six times, rolled over and the whole that is, everything. That is terrible. So we're we're glad that you yeah. are still here. A blessing in itself that you know you're still here to tell your story. Yeah, which speaking of which, you need to call back and finish your story. Please do, please. Everybody, do. everybody, keep in mind that I think it only records for what four minutes. Four minutes. And if it goes over four minutes, call us back and we'll piece them together. Kyle is a editing guru. I will try my best. Uh, off to the next one. It seems like an ultra short one. We'll see what it has. Hello, <clears throat> hello. this is Kirsten. I'm calling from Northern Illinois University on behalf of the Illinois Department of Public Health. We are trying to reach your household to do a short study about health. If you have any questions about this call, you can call on 800. No. Wrong number. Next. Next. This is going to be a long one. Oh, how many is there? There's like 20 minutes worth. <laughs> Let's go. So here we go. Buckle in. Okay. Um, I'm going to dive into this, I guess, with both feet. Um, and it's 555 where I'm from. So maybe this is a sign that I really should do this. So, and share my story. Um, if you've seen the sci-fi series, resident alien on sci-fi, then you know how I feel because I feel just like Harry. I feel like I come from the stars. From which one, I am not sure. I am just visiting Terra, and I am an alien inside <clears throat> that is just observing and helping Terrans. And though I just I get frustrated at Terrans for being so stupid many times, I know that they are not as advanced as many aliens slash ET, and they have been held back from ascending by the Draco and the negative ET. And I know that I must have compassion because I am here to help them free themselves from slavery from this world that has been here by them, or been created by them, by the Draco manipulating everyone through fear and systems of control. Um, I wanted to impart some of my knowledge and wisdom and say that... <clears throat> I am a star seed and probably, and I, I'm pretty sure that you, you two are also a star seed. There are many of us here um, on Terra right now, hundreds of thousands of us actually. And that aliens are multidimensional because of a sentience. Um, I don't know how to say this. Um, you ascend to different levels of consciousness and get higher and higher evolved in consciousness until you come back to the one creator, <clears throat> the one source. And aliens, many aliens are actually much more evolved than Terrans because Terrence has been held back by the Draco. 
um, in their system of control and through fear. <clears throat> so whenever you, whenever you think of an alien, a lot of times you have to realize that they are multidimensional. They are, um, they are of a higher consciousness. They are aware of their higher consciousness and they're able to tune in to other consciousnesses and other realities much more than Terrans are able to. The, that ability for Terrans has been suppressed. But aliens do not have that problem. Even negative aliens do not have that problem. Um, many negative aliens, and as well as positive aliens, obviously. But there are ascended beings on both sides of the spectrum. There are negative ET that ever that have ascended, and there are positive ET that have ascended, and they become more multi-dimensional, and they are able to contact you in your dreams. They are able to um, step through the physical reality through. What, what would be walls to you? Okay. This is, um, you can call me Harry from Resident, just call me Resident Alien Harry or, or Lawrence, um, which is obviously, that's, that's still not my name, but I'm not going to give you my real name, at least not yet. Um, in your emails that you have received, um, you, you probably will find me, you should find me because I have sent you a couple of emails and like the last email that I sent you was, uh, it kind of really details everything that I wanted, 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 wanted to go into, but, and I have had many, many different paranormal and extraterrestrial and strains and bizarre experiment experiences, uh, you name it. Anyway, um, I just wanted to see if I can't get things through a little bit faster this time around. Uh, so I'll just read off kind of what my thoughts are. Okay. Starseeds are aliens that are usually born into Terran bodies. There's hundreds and thousands of us here at this time. We came here to help Terra in the Terrans. Um, this planet is a prison planet, or has been a prison planet, planet that has been part of the Draconian Empire for thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years, really. And right now, we are here. We've infiltrated the, the human collective, the, the Terran human collective consciousness, and we are raising that vibration. And that is what you are seeing all around the world is people waking up, is all of the Terrans that have been asleep for so long. They are waking up all over the world. And finally, Terrans are taking back their world and kicking the <clears throat> lizard butts and gray butts off the planet. Anyway, um, we ET have a narrow band of emotion. We usually have a very narrow band of emotion that we've evolved to become a much, much more narrower band of emotion than Terrans. Terrans have a very wide band of emotion to the extremes of love and hate, <clears throat> or love and fear, which is love and fear is really the opposite of one another, not love and hate per se. And they, um, and because of that, that's why that the Draco have been here for thousands of years. They feed on fear, which you know that you've now, you've come into that understanding through, um, John Edmund's book and his, and his understanding. I've come into that understanding a lot longer ago, but anyway, um, we have a narrow band of emotion. Um, we, positive ET, cultivate love 
and either suppress or let negative emotions flow through them, through us, to stay in the loving vibration. Uh, many of us are ascended, and we are multidimensional. And just like I was trying to explain in the last in the last phone, is that there are levels of ascension. If you look at the It's uh, Lawrence or or Resident Alan Harris. Anyway, again, that this message is not long enough. You'd have to enter, we'd have to talk in person for you to know everything. <laughs> anyway, there are levels of ascension. If you've heard of the law of one, the law of one is channeled information that was channeled in the eighties. And um, it's considered to be one of the most accurate uh, channeling. Anyway, it talks about there being levels of ascension. And many HD will tell you that they're from a certain density, um, which density is different than physical and than dimension in that it's the density of their consciousness is what it amounts to. Um, dimension is more of a, describing like physicality um but density is more describing like your your actual level of consciousness that you have ascended to um the there there you know level one is um flora and fauna or rather let's see yeah i think level one is Level one is mineral and, el and elements, um, ele uh, you know, like fire, water, um, mineral, I think flora and fauna, I think, are in there as level one consciousness. Then there is the second level, which is animal consciousness. The third level, which is Terran consciousness, which is more like you're self-aware. Um, you're not self-aware in the first or second level, per se. You're just kind of like part of the collective. Uh, animals are able to ascend to third density by being in contact with somebody that is third, third density or higher. Um, so that's how the animals actually ascend. Otherwise, they just go, they just continue to recycle and stay in second density, for instance, until they ascend to third density. But they will ascend to third density or can ascend to third density, more likely to ascend to third density uh, when they are in contact with another being that is third density, like pets. That's, that's how that um, animals ascend. Usually is is by pet. Anyway, so we have all been that. We we have been through all those different levels. Everyone has been through all those different levels. Everyone is eternal. Everyone has an eternal soul. <laughs> and then there's then there's fourth density. Third density right now is what Terrans are in. They're 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 going to fourth density. They're they're starting to go to fourth density. The very first aspects of fourth density, um, and then there's fifth density and on. Um, like I was trying to explain. Anyway, this is all in the law of one. You can read it all there, but. Um, and if you go to Law of One, I think it's Law of One dot info on the internet. You can actually access all of the Law of One um, material. Um, and it's real. And I didn't realize that it's like I can talk forever. <laughs> and uh, this and the message. That's, I think it's ten minutes. It's just not. To try to to try to give you information that um, anyway. So this is Harry again. Um, 
Well, how do I know this information, basically? Okay, let me let me say that. I, I've done a lot of truth seeking. I'm a truth seeker. I've 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 uh, known this. I've been awake since the since I came into this world. I knew that I was from the stars. Um, I knew I wasn't from this world when I first came in. I knew that I had to relearn everything that I had forgotten. Um, and I knew I had to forget everything in order for me to incarnate into this physicality, into, into a Terran body. And I have been in a, a, a an unquenchable thirst for knowledge since, since I came in, since I, since I was born. Um, so I've learned many, 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 many things. Researched many, 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 many things. Had many, many, many different experiences. Um, anyway, I knew that I had to relearn everything that I had forgotten and had to do it before now. And so I have been successful at, at doing so in order for me to know what I know now and what I'm, some of the stuff that I've told you just recently. Um, anyway, I have learned some of it from channeled information. Some of it has been from, um, I have a very close connection to my higher self that gives me downloads of information that has an ant that has answered many of my questions I have had. Um, my heart talks to me through song lyrics. I know how I am truly feeling by the songs that spontaneously arise in my mind. Sometimes it is just a tune that plays over and over again in my head. And so the lyrics come to me, then the lyrics tell me exactly how I am feeling at the time. And I often burst into tears when I look up the lyrics of the song. Um, I have been getting downloads of information for a long, long time. And like I said, I, I, I knew that I had to relearn everything. I, I Basically, I came into this world with one thought, and that's that. I have to relearn everything that I had to forget in order for me to incarnate into, into a physical body, a Terran physical body. So I have been absorbing as much knowledge as possible over this time, both from traditional sense and from uh, channeled information, you know, just regular books that are factual books and scientific books and also channel information. And and I get downloads of information from my higher self. I can ask my higher self a question and I get downloads of information. I have many pages that I've written down of stuff that, that comes to me right after I awaken from a dream. Um, or uh, I have many pages that I've just like, I, I mean, just scrap pieces of paper. I again, maybe this was the last time I'll call. I don't know. Um, there's a, <laughs> that I've had in the road to try to talk, but, but the, the time is just not long enough to, to say what I want to say. Um, anyway, I left off with, um, I have a higher, I have, uh, I have a strong connection to my higher self and I'm able to download information. I've been doing that for over a couple decades. <laughs> and usually it, before I would just grab a piece, whatever, I would just wake up whenever I just wake up, um, while I'm still in like a sleepy state, I just start, I'll just grab a piece of paper and start writing down. Um, and, and it's usually the answer to my question. Um, and so, anyway, I've done that for a long time. And recently, well, not recently, probably, I don't know, for a while, I've actually written it down in a notebook so that it's more to be able to keep track of it. Um, I thought about writing a book, but maybe I'll just do this. Maybe I'll just be, I'll just talk to a <laughs> to um, people through uh, 
podcast or whatever uh, to tell them, tell my experiences and, and what I know and everything like that, what I have learned. Um, anyway, I will come out of a, I, I really don't come out of the sleep state. I just kind of like am still in the sleep state when I awake and I just grab a piece of paper and start writing. Sometimes it's like just a toilet paper roll. Um, if whatever it is that I have on hand, I just pull a pen out of my pocket and just start writing down. And uh, I, I just, I've learned much from just that because of your connection to your higher self. You, you really, if you want to know an answer to something, you go within and ask the question and, and your higher self, if you have a good connection, will tell you what the answer is. It will tell you everything that you need to know. And then you could pick up other information, you know, from other other places. Um, that jive so that everything, when everything starts to jive together. Um, for instance, well, lately, um, I've realized that, uh, well, I've come to the understanding of that what Bigfoot actually is, for instance, Sasquatch, whatever you want to call it. Um, I call it the Wookiee race. Um, it is, they are the native parents. They are the, the original native parents, the ones that were created by the planet, by Terra or Earth, as you want to call it. Um, in the in the very beginning, they are the beings that are that the planet created. The, the planet Terra she created a primate life form, and that original life form that has evolved over time is what the Bigfoot are. Um, Terrans are are altered. Are, are the big, they took the Bigfoot DNA and, yep, it's Harry again. Um, let me see if I can wrap this up in the time that I have, right quick. And wait for whatever I have to want to say, right quick. Anyway, I was talking about the Bigfoot race, or the, what I call the Wookiee race. Um, they are the original parents. They are unaltered original Terrans, they are what Terra, what she created was a primate race or primate life form and that's what the Bigfoot have evolved or what what has evolved to become what is the Bigfoot. Um, Terrans or humans that, that you see on a day-to-day basis, they're walking around by pedal. They are a, basically they are an experiment um, where the, the Bigfoot DNA was, the primate DNA, DNA was altered um, and blended with basically about 22 different extraterrestrial races um, to create what you now see as a human. Um, so they are, so, so that Bigfoot are unaltered. They basically were created to be like tanks and their body has been kept alive for a very long time because this world, you know, has, has kept its original life form alive. Um, anyway. Let me get down to some other stuff uh, right quick. Okay. Well, anyway, I've, I've, I've seen a UFO, or at least one, actually at level, at telephone, telephone pole level, I've seen a UFO where me and my dad experienced it. Um, I've had three, probably I've had at least three separate, uh, confrontations, I would say, 
with Draco, with Draco reptilian, their consciousness, not, well, one, one was physical. Um, and I've had many Kundalini experiences. I've had many psychic experiences. Um, good morning. Can't believe I'm telling all this stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I just had many, many different experiences, many, many different strange experiences. I had clear audience experiences. Um, I've, I'm able to manifest my reality. I, I know how to manifest my reality, and I'm able, I'm able to do that for my consciousness. Um, I've manifested my life for probably over a couple decades. Um, consciously manifested my life from job to job to ex to my girlfriend to everything, just everything. It's like a waking dream, and I've realized that that's what reality actually is is a is a waking dream, and I'm able to maneuver my way through that dream. And whenever I'm dreaming, and when I'm asleep and dreaming, I have I, I can fly, levitate. I Harry, um, I'm just gonna. I feel like we just need to, uh, have have a talk, like have a conversation, because trying. I don't think we can do it any justice trying to iterate on all of the information that you just gave us. So there's our, a lot right there. Yeah, I think our best bet would be to. Just possibly have you come on the show and we can talk about all this because holy shit, bro. Holy shit. You got a lot going on. Yeah. And we did receive, we did get your emails. There, there are five or six of them and like, there's a lot of information there. So I feel like probably having, having a back and forth conversation would be the best route to go about it. Most Because likely. trying to just process the information, uh, from from one aspect to the other is I don't think we could do it any justice. So it is cool to hear that we might be starseed. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Makes a lot of sense. You know, soul brothers, star brothers, starseed, starseed. <laughs> but yeah. Um yeah, I think that's... We'll probably have to try to set something up in the future. That is the best course of action would be to actually be able to talk and ask questions back and forth. Yeah. And do such as that. But thank you for, for taking the time to call in and keep <laughs> keep fighting with that four minute, yeah. that four minute cutoff. No doubt. Because that would be annoying to have to deal with. So hopefully we can set something up. So... We're going to we're going to end right there. Um we still got a couple more in the in the tank, but we're going to bank those. So thanks everybody for taking the time to call in. Um that was a wild one. We had some awesome awesome encounters yeah. on that one. Um I love how we we do it off the cuff. We've never heard them before. So we literally have no idea what we're getting when we push play. No, no clue at all whatsoever. The resident when when that when Harry came in with that last one and said that he's an alien, I'm like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> I love it. That was so awesome. It. So get your stories in. Call the hall yeah. phone. There is a four minute limit, so you have to call. You have to keep calling back. But but it's another thing too to remember if if you if got long. that long. You can either try to set up an interview or you can use your voice memo apps on your smartphone, record yourself, and then you can export that and actually email that to the email. Oh, yeah. So that's that something else to consider, too. If you're not comfortable with coming on, you just want to state your piece, but it's a little bit longer than four minutes and you don't want to keep fighting the, the thing, then you do you. Yeah, for sure. But again, thanks for everybody for calling in. Um, check us out at all our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Come and hang out with us. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast. You know the drill. Um, until next time, stay safe, stay weird, and uh, if there's little hairy beings poking holes in your foot, uh, don't fight them because they'll scratch you. And that sucks. <laughs> <laughs>